Welcome. I'm Alyssa Nobriga, your host of the Healing and Human Potential podcast, a place for you to discover the multidimensionality of what it means to be human. Over the past 20 years, I've trained thousands of coaches in my methodology, leveraging my experience as a former psychotherapist, and I'm here to share with you all the wisdom and insights that I've learned along the way. Each week, I'll share with you life-changing tools to support you in awakening and manifesting your dream life from the inside out. We'll be exploring the intersection between ancient wisdom and modern everyday life, really diving deep into the art of human potential through the lens of psychology, spirituality, and coaching. Let's let the magic unfold. Okay, so today we're going to dive into everyone's favorite topic, relationships, and why you're actually attracted to who you're attracted to. So I used to work as a couples therapist, and I have a lot to share about relationships. But here in this episode, we're specifically going to unpack three practical tools and hacks that you can use to have greater awareness over your unconscious patterns so they're not sabotaging you. And you actually use this to grow stronger in your relationships as a result, whether you're in partnership or not. So after working with over 3,000 couples privately, one thing that I've witnessed is the stronger the attraction, the deeper the wound. And so in this episode, I'm going to unpack what that actually means, how you know why you're attracted to certain types over others, what you can do to upgrade your relational dynamics, and how to know if you're in the right relationship. Okay, so let's dive in. So first off, it's good to know that we attract who we attract because it's familiar. And what familiar is to the subconscious is safe, even if it's not. So consciously, we don't do this, but unconsciously we do. So our conscious mind may have a certain type. Let's just say tall, dark, and handsome. But then our unconscious has a different plan in mind. And what we do is we attract both positive and negative qualities of our caregivers. We're never going to be like looking for the negative patterns of our parents when we know that that is actually what has hurt us in the past. But unconsciously, we do. We attract a partner that's going to mirror those negative traits so that we can then heal it. So let's just take, for example, let's say you had a parent that was emotionally unavailable. And if you haven't done your work, oftentimes you'll unconsciously attract emotionally unavailable partner. So let me share with you one of my experiences to help this land for you. Okay. So Years ago, I thought I had my whole life together. I had all of it mapped out. I was in two master's degree programs, one because it was accredited, that was for my head. And then this other one, because it was personally rewarding, that was for my heart. So I had my career mapped out. I was on my way to becoming a psychotherapist and I was in a long-term relationship with this beautiful man. And we were talking about marriage. And while I was becoming a therapist, I was really doing my own work. And I was resolving some of the things that were hard for me when I was growing up, kind of like typical mother-daughter dynamics. A lot of my stuff was with my mom. My mom's an angel. She's incredible. And for whatever reason, mothers and daughters play stuff out. So I started focusing for nine months. What were my triggers with my mom and how could I resolve them with inside of myself? I actually didn't even work it out with her and as a result, I ended up no longer being a match for the person that I was with. He's my ex now. And I didn't see it at the time. It made no sense because I was like, he's a beautiful human and it felt really great. But something inside me was complete. I was done. And that was because, and it's really clear now looking in hindsight, I had really healed and resolved the things that I had attracted him into my life to resolve. I just went at it to work it at the root with my mom inside of me rather than playing it out with him. 
And there are actually four stages of love that I speak about. And I'll unpack that in another episode. But really, healing is a big focus and a part of most relationships. No stage is better or worse than another. All of them are stepping stones towards our freedom. And so whether you work out these patterns with one partner or another, they're still inside of you. And so you want to learn how to resolve it either way. It's about asking ourselves, like, is this the person I want to do the work with? And you can graduate to the other stages beyond healing work being the focus of the work into something that's more creative, more loving, and more impact-driven. But it is really important to know that in romantic relationship, we do want to do our work to heal, to complete the patterns. And you can, again, do that in partnership. Or if you're single, you can do it with a coach, a therapist, or any trained professional. And thank God you don't need others to change for you to be free. That's what I'm interested in showing you and helping you discover for yourself. And so you can think of relationships like a puzzle piece, right? You do your work to heal it inside of you, and then you're no longer a fit. That doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to leave your partner, but it does mean that you no longer keep attracting the same pattern in partnerships because you've healed it. And so as you do the work to heal, one of two things happens. You're either in relationship and you're no longer triggered by your partner around the same things you've been looping. Sometimes partnerships have that repetitive pattern that you keep playing out over years that just no longer happens. Or if you're single, you start to attract a whole different level of relationship because you've resolved it inside yourself. You're attracting different people, different patterns because you're not willing to put up with anything less than you can offer yourself. And you're not settling. You're good with who you are and where you are. And that's also just super attractive. And if you are in relationships, sometimes after doing your work, you've changed that puzzle piece, meaning your patterns have changed. And then you're not a fit with your partner anymore if they don't grow and evolve with you. And that can be scary, but it's really okay. So let's talk about why we attract unresolved patterns from our past. So even though our conscious mind seeks pleasure, our unconscious mind wants to heal, right? I think biology is intelligent. It has a plan. I see it that life gets us drunk on all these cocktails of happy hormones like oxytocin in the beginning so that we're motivated to actually do the work. It's kind of like this bait and switch. But once the honeymoon phase of those happy hormones wears off, those unresolved issues become a lot more clear. And so by attracting a partner that mirrors the negative traits of our parents or whoever raised you, life's giving us a chance to go back to tend to those unmet needs. We can learn to offer ourselves what we needed then, now, so that we can resolve them. And none of this is bad. This is just helpful to have the awareness of what's happening. You learn the right tools and then you can heal them at the root within you. And so I want to break it down for you to help you understand how you would react if you weren't aware of what your wounds were. Because if you don't have the awareness or the tools, you end up unconsciously hurting each other in partnership. Or you can just keep dating different people thinking that the pattern is in them. But if you're well-equipped, you're open to learning, testing things out, you can help each other heal and grow, or you can just grow and evolve on your own, and then ultimately experience more ease in all of your relationships as a result. I think of romantic relationships as this like more of an initiation. And so once you nail that, it just more easily helps you evolve every other relationship because it's really just projecting back to your relationship with yourself. And then you start to feel more grace and freedom in your relationships because you don't need to unconsciously play out the same drama anymore, projecting those patterns from one person to another. And more than anything, I want this podcast to actually change your life and make a difference for you. So instead of just listening, I want you to be thinking about what's the one thing you're going to apply from hearing this. 
So as you go through this and you're listening, you're not just listening conceptually, but you're actually willing to test it out in action and growing into your potential as a result. Imagine having a fulfilling career doing what you love, working from anywhere in the world, setting your own hours while making good money and a big impact. If that lights you up, then I'm super excited to share with you today's sponsor, the Institute for Coaching Mastery. This is my robust, accredited, year-long certification program for newer seasoned coaches, therapists, leaders, and those just looking to up-level their life in a profound way. We have an amazing community of students from all around the world who have really started their journey to expand with us both personally and professionally. And this experience is designed to give you the three things that you need to thrive. So first, you have all of the tools and support you need to move past what's been holding you back so that you can completely change the trajectory of your life. And then you learn how to masterfully and confidently facilitate transformation with your clients or your team, regardless of your niche. If you want to do health, business, relationship, or you just have no idea yet, we hold your hand through that. And then lastly, you'll receive my six figure and beyond signature roadmap that's customizable to meet you wherever you are. So whether you want to do high ticket sales, online marketing, or you just want to hit six figures without ever needing to go on social media, we've got you covered. And this truly is the most rewarding work in the world. We have new students now who have a wait list of dream clients in under a year. We also have seasoned students who are doing $80,000 months. And this is really about creating lasting transformation from the inside out so that you can share your gifts and serve the world in all the ways that you're called to. And I've seen firsthand the power of what happens when you have the community to collaborate with, but you also have the right tools and resources to really thrive. And so whether you wanna do your own personal development, you're wanting to become a coach, or you're just looking for a cutting edge approach to really grow your business, the Institute for Coaching Mastery is for you. You are held every single step of the way. And so if you wanna get behind the scenes access to the Institute with three proven transformational tools for free to help you create the business and life you love, all you have to do is go to alissanobriga.com forward slash tools, or you can find us at alissanobriga.com forward slash apply now to see all the details and apply today. So let's dive into hack number one. This literally is the number one hack for relationships that I have discovered. And again, I've worked with thousands of people at this point, personally, one-to-one. The number one hack is personal responsibility. And this is the understanding that what you feel is yours, right? Your partner might've triggered it in you, But what they're triggering is in you. It's already there. They're just bringing it out. And this is actually empowering. It's not bad news because instead of trying to resolve it by managing your partner or trying to get life to be different, which you can't control, you start to resolve that trigger inside of you, that pattern in you, and then you live more free. And just to be clear, this doesn't mean that you don't have boundaries or you don't speak your truth. Of course that you do. But I really want you to get that triggers aren't bad. Triggers are your teachers. They're here to show you what's left, what's unresolved within you. And then once you see it, then you can clear it at the root. And then life can't keep triggering that same pattern with different people and situations. And so my approach to these things and the fact that you're even listening to a podcast like this is I would imagine you are too, is to be proactive, to clear these things sooner so that you can live happier, more fulfilled and more freeing relationships in the long run. But I would say that most of society hasn't really understood that what you feel is yours 100% of the time. 
And even if they know it mentally, they're not really embodying it. They're not really living it yet. So I do hope that next time you get triggered, you can really look at it as an opportunity to say, oh, great. What is inside of me? What's the core trigger that's happening so that I can get curious and start to resolve it? And I'll do lots of podcasts unpacking different approaches to help you resolve those triggers. My own methodology is around five levels of change. So you can change things somatically, which is really about breathing into the energy in the body. You don't have to know the story to transform it into your nervous system. You can also do it behaviorally, creating a shift in your life, as well as unconsciously having tools and different perspectives to work it at that level. You can work it with it mentally. So questioning your mind, opening the aperture of your awareness beyond your programming and your conditioning, or you can work it emotionally, really embracing the parts of you that felt unresolved. And throughout this entire podcast, I'll give you different hacks and strategies and tools to help you do that. So these things become a way of being. And so hack number two is to identify and become aware of how you block receiving the love that's actually available to you. And so the common denominator in all your relationships is you, right? And so you want to start thinking about what's the patterns that you play out in your relationships and start with romantic relationships. And if you're not sure of what your patterns or wounds are or what your partners are, if you have one, I'm going to give you a free, powerful guide to help you identify who you're attracted to, what you're unconsciously trying to heal and play out, and how you block love so that you can start to change those more consciously. What I'll do is I'll put in the show notes a love quiz that's literally customized to you. And again, you can use it whether single or in a relationship. It takes about 15 minutes, but it can save you years of unnecessarily struggling in relationships. So I'll link it here below in the show notes. Because by understanding yourself, you're going to be able to take responsibility for your inner experience. You're not stuck in blame. Because if you blame somebody for making you feel a certain way, it's like locking yourself in a room and throwing away the key. You can't control and change others. And so it's going to be really frustrating and disempowering. But if you understand yourself and or if you're in partnership and understand your partner's core triggers, it allows you to hold them with more self-awareness, self-compassion, and then you can transform it. And then if you are in a relationship and you know your partner's wounds, you can show up as a healing presence to use the relationship to help each other heal if you're available for that. And really offer yourselves what you needed when you were younger now. If you're not in a romantic relationship or your partner isn't available to do this type of work, you can start to meet those parts of yourself that need tending to. And so, for example, let's take knowing my husband's core wound and pattern that has been coming up over the last maybe five years or so. I know what his wound is, and so it helps me not take it personally. I know that it's not my fault, but it then also helps me open to hold space for him when I see it gets triggered in our marriage. And so he grew up in a really loving household, and his dad was running a very large company, and he wanted to connect with him more. But his younger self interpreted that that meant that he wasn't important enough to his dad because he was working. And that created a wound for my husband. And so what happens is if our left brain doesn't understand, it fills in gaps to make meaning of life. And yet our younger interpretations often weren't true, but that doesn't mean that it didn't hurt, right? So there's still an imprint, a wound, a hurt inside of us. So when I started to grow my company in the last few years, and I was applying myself towards pouring my life's work into what I wanted to share in the world, that wound got activated in him. It was there before, but it was dormant. And so knowing this helped me not blame myself for his hurt. It also helped me not go into my defense thinking he was trying to control my time. And then I could see what was really happening, right? His little boy's tenderness was being activated. 
But what happens is that we have unconscious defense mechanisms that block us from receiving love. And we can just call these protector parts, right? These defense mechanisms that come up to protect us from feeling the vulnerability that's underneath them. But what happens is most people go into defense, right? They end up in more conflict and then they don't really get their needs met. They don't truly get what the outcome is that they were desiring. So for example, if my husband was wanting connection and he stays on the surface level, speaking from the defense, the protector part, it might sound like you're so busy. You can imagine how I'd react to that versus if he drops in to speak his vulnerable truth, it would sound like I miss you and I don't feel important to you anymore. And it takes a lot of courage to speak something like that. You want to do that in a relationship you feel safe with, but as you're willing to do that, it's easier for us to receive what we really desire, which is the connection. Because when he speaks his truth, I immediately lean in. I can feel his vulnerability and I can hold space for it. And again, since I know his patterns, I can more easily see it's just this little boy being triggered from his past experience. And then it makes it easier for me to show up for him. And ironically, the very strategies we use to protect ourselves from not feeling something is what creates us feeling what we're trying to avoid. I'm going to say that again. It's super important. So the strategies that we use to protect ourselves from not feeling something is actually what creates us to feel what we're trying to avoid. So let's just take the same example. If my husband doesn't want to feel unimportant and yet he feels me getting really busy and moving away, if he speaks from his protector part and he says, you're so busy, I'm going to hear that as a complaint. And if I go unconscious, I'm going to move away. And that actually would have him feeling more separation not feeling important, which is everything he's trying to avoid, right? Versus speaking his vulnerable truth, which would actually lead to deeper intimacy. And so the key insight is knowing that as we feel safe to speak our vulnerable truth, the thing we're afraid to say actually offers us what we deeply desire. And so when we feel safe enough to speak our truth, under the defense, we create space to more easily receive the love that we desire. And we want to learn how to meet those parts of ourselves to offer them what they needed when we were younger. And if we're in relationship, we can also meet our partners as well, using the relationship to help evolve together. There seems to be two schools of thought. Some people are like 100% personal responsibility and other people say, do it in the relationship, use the relationship to heal and evolve. So I'm about doing both. So learning to meet those parts of myself and learning how to do that in relationship, using the relationship to evolve and grow together. And that way, if I am with maybe my partner, even if he is willing to do this, but maybe he's not present and available to meet all of my needs, I know how to offer that to myself. Or like before I was with my husband, I was really dating myself for a while. And my best friend and I would use our friendship to support each other in practicing these tools. So you can do this no matter what. I just want to make sure that you feel empowered around it. And so the last and third point that I want to unpack for you is how do you know if you're in the right relationship? So my professional opinion and the way that I want to encourage you to approach this is if you're in a current relationship and it's bringing up your triggers, heal and resolve those at the root first before you make a decision, especially if kids are involved. And of course, this is assuming you're not in an abusive relationship. And if that is the case, always take care of yourself. But for most people, it's like as you learn to do your work, you're not only going to use the relationship to help you evolve, whether you stay or go, but then you're also going to have more clarity about what's right for you because you've resolved some of these past programming and conditioning, and it's not clouding your decision. 
So you've used the relationship to help you evolve, and then it'll be easier to make a clear and aligned decision for you from there. And so if you do move on afterwards, you're no longer going to be playing out the same pattern in future relationships. Or if you stay, you find that the relationship is completely different because you're not projecting your core wound onto it. Or if you are, you can see it more clearly and not let it sabotage you, right? There's different stages of our becoming more aware. Sometimes we're in it and we see it and we're like, oh, I'm doing that right now. Or other times it's right before we're about to do it. We see the choice and we no longer choose that path, right? So be gentle with yourself wherever you are in the process. But really it takes two to tango. So if one person changes their moves, the entire dance changes, right? And so you doing your work can call other people to evolve and grow with you. Or if you're single, you no longer have to attract the same patterns because you got the lesson, right? It shifted in you. And so in this way, in my biased opinion, everyone is the right one for right now, for you to heal whatever's coming up, mirroring to you more closely something about yourself that you can look at to get free. And as you proactively do the work, you end up choosing relationships with people who are aligned with your values and the way that you want to design your life. But everyone is your soulmate, helping you evolve your soul. And so I hope that you're starting to see how your wounds get triggered and show up in your relationships, both past and present. And as you learn to take personal responsibility for what's in you, you can use these relationships and experiences that trigger you to heal you. They end up supporting your growth and expansion. And really awareness is the first step to becoming more conscious. And so just to recap the three hacks that we broke down today. For one, it's about taking personal responsibility for your triggers. That's the key to having thriving relationships. The second thing is when we feel safe enough to speak our vulnerable truth under the defense, we can create more space to easily receive the love that we desire. And then third, everyone is the right one right now, revealing to you patterns that are looking to be presenced and integrated within you so that you can live more free. And just to be really clear, this podcast is solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It's not intended to substitute the advice of a physician, a coach, a psychotherapist, or any other professional that's seeing you as a personal client. But I do hope that it inspires you on your journey to create healthy, thriving relationships so that you can use whatever's coming up to support you in feeling more expansive, more nourished, and more loved. Thank you so much for doing this work that changes the world, starting with yourself. It truly does make a difference. And if you're finding value in this podcast, a cost-free way to support us is by leaving an up to five-star review. It does mean the world to us. And as a thank you gift, we're going to send you one of the most powerful tools that you will ever discover. You're going to get behind the scenes access, showing you how to live into your full potential without letting fear hold you back from stepping into your dreams. Just head over to Apple Podcast or Spotify and leave a review now. You can take a screenshot before hitting submit and then go to alissanobriga.com forward slash podcast to upload it. And make sure to have your automatic downloads turned on wherever you listen so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes. I have so much magic I can't wait to share with you. And you can find all this information in the show notes below. But lastly, if you're on Instagram, I love connecting and hearing from you. So come on over and say hello. I'm at alissanobriga. Thank you again for being here. I cannot wait to share more with you.